0: today is Wednesday, July 5th, 2023. I'm Adam Hartog. Sitting next to me is my court appointed attorney, Thomas Frey. Sitting between us on the floor asleep is Kai, the star of the show. And this is episode 11 of the Breaks Down podcast brought to you exclusively by 528 Collectibles. We have a pretty awesome show for you guys today. Let's go. Recording this a little after, a little before nine Eastern on Wednesday. Um, we'll do some housekeeping. Hermon, Domingo Herman through the 24th perfect game in MLB history. Uh, yeah, it's pretty incredible. It's
1: I never really thought that I would see the Yankees throw a perfect game or any Yankee throw a perfect game. Especially seeing it live was pretty amazing. It's a little bit of a weird celebration because it's always been weird supporting Herman, given what we know about his past with his history of domestic violence. Even as it's happening, you know that there's that cloud over everything. Even if they ever, if the Yankees were to win a World Series game and Herman played a role, it's like something like that is always going to come back. The history of it is amazing. And now him and Higashioka, who I was very happy for, he's now the 11th catcher to catch a perfect game and a no-hitter uh which is pretty cool very cool and i it's weird it's, it's a, a bad guy it's a, it's a bad all, guy By the
0: accounts that we know not a good guy
1: yeah and i mean you wish it was someone else yeah 100 that's really exactly. that's that is the ultimate is is it's cool and you know great accomplishment but you you do wish it happened or someone else had done it
0: like if cole threw it this was yeah, forever this, and you it, see it Still all over ESPN.
1: It couldn't have happened to a better guy in, in Higgy as a catcher, but it, you you do wish someone else was pitching. That's really what it comes down to.
0: Very happy for Ryan Rucco, too. He had an awesome call.
1: He always has the craziest games. Yeah. Every time he... Rucco he, magic. Yeah.
0: He's got something.
1: I don't know, but he, I love Rucco. He does a great job.
0: Yeah. Um, also, I have the contest, the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Okay. Originally canceled. Not just postponed because of the rain yesterday. Wow, I didn't even know this. Yeah, Joey Chestnut at one point just walks out of the locker room, wherever they're in, solo-op, talking about how, fuck this, I'm going to get the guys out, we're eating these dogs. Mm. And essentially pulled a Justin Fields when he revigorated, that's not the right word. Reinvigorated. Reinvigorated the Big Ten season when it was originally canceled for covid Um, and Chestnut brought the troops out. He had one of the most electric intros I've ever seen. Like, the guy, the old guy in a very nice suit and a Mm. cool bowler hat. I don't think it was a fedora. Okay. Like, you could totally tell that he was waiting all year for this because he was talking about how, like, only one man has been able to defy the laws of physics. (laughs) And I'll show you after. Like, I wish we could drop it in, but, like, he's going for a solid minute and a half yeah like this man (laughs) and like it totally rivals like the late 90s Bulls and when The Rock if you smell it was just electric he won his 16th contest did not break his personal record but I love watching that every year I was heartbroken when I thought it was going to be cancelled
1: yeah I mean it's I enjoy watching it. I didn't get to watch it yesterday, but I usually do. It's disgusting. It's yeah. hard to, it's a hard watch. Yeah. But, well, it's
0: dogs, usually two at a time, yeah, and then, then you're they just
1: dip the buns yeah, in and water. Yeah, then you're just sucking down buns. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's disgusting. <laughs> you're drinking buns. Yeah, it's gross. It's objectively gross, but it's- The dogs were
0: slow yesterday. The yeah. buns were slow.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Those, it's uh, Kobayashi and Chestnuts, one of the best rivalries that no one really cares about.
0: Just because it hasn't happened in so long, because Kobayashi is barred from the contest because of, he's yeah. not a part of Major League Eating.
1: But Kobayashi live telecasting from a rooftop nearby one year his own hot dog eating contest <laughs> just by himself was pretty amazing. It's that it's like the equivalent of him like Twitch streaming it or YouTube live streaming it is basically what he did from a rooftop nearby.
0: That's like a very Michael Jordan esque move just the competitive Um, nature off the charts
1: yeah but i mean yeah he was pretty unreal too it was he's credit to him for kind of popularizing it in any sort of way
0: yeah went toe-to-toe with a bear i
1: didn't actually know that did he win
0: i think so i haven't seen the video in a long time bear doesn't have
1: proper technique Bear's no, the bear dipping... looked hungry. Yeah, but he's not dipping that du- that bun in any water and <laughs> he's sucking wasn't. it down.
0: That's true, but his mouth is also far bigger. That's also true. That's where I I don't know if Kobayashi could catch a salmon jumping out of a river.
1: I bet you he could if you gave him enough time.
0: I will give him two hours. Well, he he might need some time to practice. He can have all the practice time he wants. Okay, but once
1: the timer starts, the timer starts. I, I think he could do it.
0: Well, we'll come back to that when yeah. he's on the show.
1: I think presented with a salmon in a river and the opportunity for it to jump, he's getting it.
0: Okay. Um, another thing in housekeeping, collectibles tonight on Drip. 528 is breaking uh, Obsidian Select and Panini 1. 2022, all football, all hobby boxes. And... 528 will also be a featured vendor at the upcoming National Sports Collectors Convention in Chi-Town at the end of the month. You may be going? I
1: don't think I'm going, but it's up in the air. I still could decide to go. Johnny Manziel will be there. Yeah, confirmed. He's more committal than I am, as of right now. Um, Also, in collectible news, we hit a one of one trevor lawrence card that's could be worth i think there was a bounty out on it for fifty thousand dollars oh my god yeah what on
0: drip on no i
1: I think another breaking company might have had a fifty thousand dollar bounty on it
0: no but we hit it
1: yeah we hit it uh i think it was a personal i think i'm we were streaming somewhere i'm not sure no it was two days ago i think Okay. I yeah. wasn't
0: at the store Sunday.
1: Yeah. No. I think it was Sunday, and it was uh, it was out of an Encore box. Wow. So it was pretty. Wow. Yeah. That was out pretty. Pa- I must have been out of a pack. Yeah, out of a pack. Okay. Yeah. No they one was. Put, they the, put it two wasn't a slab. slabs in yeah, there. Yeah. No, it wasn't a no slab. It was out more. of a. It was out of a hobby pack, and it was. Or actually, I think it might have been out of a retail blaster. But either way, yeah, it's a. It's at least a fifty thousand dollar card, knowing that there's that bounty.
0: Yeah. So. We hit a pretty cool uh, Hooker RPA, Hendon Hooker RPA today.
1: Yeah, that's a cool out one. Out of
0: twenty-five,
1: I like him. He's the man. Yeah, but it's the, the Trevor Lawrence is definitely the the, the, the headliner here. Yeah, that's number. That's probably the biggest card we've ever hit.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: bigger Very than cool. the Joe Burrow RPA.
0: Very cool. Soccer news: Man United signed Mason Mount. That sucks. I never thought I would see the day where he left Chelsea. He was there for eighteen years. And did you wasn't think, even the longest tenured guy because Ruben Loft's cheek was there for nineteen.
1: Did you think his apology was not good enough? Or not his apology, his his goodbye. To, yeah, his goodbye.
0: I, I you know what, I didn't expect one. I it's one of those few times that I got one and I was less than thrilled, partially because it was like recorded kind of a while ago. Like his hair is a different color. That, I didn't notice that. Yeah. That makes
1: it way worse, that it was pre-recorded.
0: I mean, he's known he's going to leave for months at this point. Yeah,
1: I don't know, but it's still... I know I agree. It definitely makes it worse. Yeah,
0: it definitely makes it worse. Uh, The Yanks are going Um, to afford it, too. No, it sucks that he's gone, though. I mean, he came up through the Youth Academy. He had two loan spells, but I remember his first season when Frank Lampard was the manager. He was the best player. He was the best player of the year after that. He had... A world class assist to Kai Havertz in the Champions League final against Man City Mm -hmm. I thought he was going to be the next captain, it's probably going to be Reese James now, he left for a big sum and it's only because of the ownership change, which sucks but I would have liked to see him stay, I thought he was going to be a Chelsea player forever Uh, Bobby Firmino to Al Ali in Saudi Arabia
1: a lot of guys going to Saudi Arabia I saw Sadio Mane might get sold there now too that's crazy. Yeah.
0: He just went last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Milano made an improved bid for Pulisic, just shy of Chelsea's valuation.
1: Yeah, I think it's happening. Oh, me too. He said he isn't going to Leon, no. even, though, even if their offer is better, and Chelsea has no leverage. They're just trying to squeeze out every dollar they can.
0: Yeah, they're trying to get him. They, would, they wouldn't sell him for free, but they're, they're going to be happy to lose his wages off the books, which kind of sucks because he's awesome.
1: Yeah, but I think he needs another another chance. I just think his time's up there, and he just... They just got too many guys. They brought in too many players. I, 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 I couldn't believe it every time they signed someone. It was it just...
0: At positions, they were three, four, five deep already. They didn't have enough room in the locker room. Players actually had to get dressed like in the hallway. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. So it's like...
1: It's... I'm very ready for him to leave, and I think the Italian league's good for him. It's still a top five league. Used to be the best league in the world. Like, still is a very important league. And AC Milan is the the most important team, other than Juventus and Inter. Yeah. Like, and Napoli is pretty good too. But, uh, it's it's a good move for him. Hopefully, I just I just hope he actually plays. You know, I, I'd, I'd rather a lot of our guys go to a mid-table team in a top five league, anywhere and play, than be on a top team and
0: not play. Aaronson just got loaned out to a mid-table German. Team. Which is good,
1: and I, and he, I mean the. Is it better than being at one of the best teams in the championship? Is it better? It depends on where he'll have more opportunity. Honestly,
0: fair. I, I just assumed with the clear out at Leeds that he would get a good amount of playing time. But it's, I agree. I have, no, I have no way to confirm that.
1: I agree. I, I honestly, it's wherever he would play the most. I,
0: I think would is best for him. I. They may have wanted to keep him and just needed some financial cushion because they're not going to have as much of the Premier League media rights. It's a windfall. So, they will still get a percentage of what they made this past season next year. Okay. Because otherwise, that would just be like bankrupt teams
1: that got relegated. That makes sense. I never thought about that, honestly. But that makes a lot of sense. Um, Wea confirmed Tim Weah to Juventus. Same thing. Same thing applies. Yeah. I just want him to play and not play wing back.
0: Yeah, definitely not. T- I
1: don't want that. <laughs> I'm tired of that. Um, I think Desk needs to move, Musa still wants to move. Baligan still needs a move. Who else? Tyler Adams, McKennie. I heard Dortmund is there in talks. So, I mean, honestly, I would be fine with McKenney staying at Juve and uh, him and Weah working together. That would be cool. But I would. But I think he's working on a
0: transfer. Um, I saw that Barcelona is going to wait till after the preseason to decide what to do with Dest. Yeah,
1: I saw they were going to put him up against, I think, like it was a Mexican right back like competing for uh, playing time. At least oh, that's what I... It
0: was the dual international that chose Mexico over the U.S., yeah, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, someone with an A.
0: Yeah. Ara- Ara- Araujo? Oh, yeah,
1: something Yeah, like that. I think that might be it. But so, which is like, I just want him to play too. He's so good. Yeah. Like sometimes you watch him and you're like, he's our best player.
0: And it's crazy because nobody has had a better right back probably ever. That played almost that exact style than Barcelona. Yeah. Danny Alves and Messi was one of the best link-up combos of all time. Yeah,
1: and I mean, Dest is a similar, like, offensive right back, basically a wing back. You know, like I, I don't know why they don't rate him. I don't. I mean, and his
0: defense has gotten a lot better. It's just a manager thing. If they find somebody that will play five at the back like that, it it would probably totally change. I mean, someone like Tuchel he was using Reese James who's like a way better defender but still just the, the way that they use them the overlapping runs it would be perfect for Dest
1: yeah yeah exactly i i i just again opportunity these guys are good it's not like i like, guess we're overrating i'm sure all of them because they're <laughs> our players but it's all of them like yeah I, I like literally i'm sure every single one of them we rate more highly than anyone else
0: Probably would, but they're still good. I think it goes the other way, though, too. I think people everywhere else oh, are underrate them like, because they're Americans are, Yeah, 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 yeah. They're being I'm, overrated no matter what.
1: I'm sure the truth is somewhere in the middle of us and everyone else who hates American soccer players. But it's at the very least, they are still good players, all of the guys we're naming. And with opportunity, they can grow and get better. That's really what it comes down to.
0: I agree. They're all super talented.
1: Yeah. The most talented pool we've ever had, and it's not close. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, one big thing time?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll start. Cool. Okay. So this one's a little bit in the weeds. It's not the most fun one big thing, but I think it's important, and I feel like most no one's really talking about it. It's... Uh, there's new proposed rule changes in the NBA being tested in Summer League. And one is a, the fl- a flopping rule where a it's essentially a technical foul and the other team gets one shot in the ball if you're deemed flopping. I think either offensive or defensive. It's It doesn't, from my understanding of it, I could be wrong because I didn't read too much into the actual rule itself, but it's essentially its own, like, special foul. Because it's not a, a technical in the sense that, like, two of them and you're ejected. Or, like, if I get a regular technical and then a flopping call, I'm it's I'm not ejected. So it's like an embarrassment point? Kind of. It, it's like its own separate foul that doesn't count as a personal foul. Like, it it's not one of my six fouls to give. And it's not a technical. It's not one of my two to give. So I don't know what it is. I don't know how many of them equals an ejection. This is kind of what I was confused about because... It seems like there's a lot that needs to be ironed out i don't know if it's a challengeable play like if someone gets called for flopping can you challenge it i think these are all things that would need to be ironed out i'm not sure that they're not but from the surface of the rule that i saw it didn't seem like it was specified so i'm not sure that that would be enacted right away i think it's a good rule i i think it's just going to be hard to make it actionable
0: it sounds to me like it's almost entirely just trying to get the PA announcers to be like Draymond Green flopped. Like get 20,000 people to be like haha him and We Mark, got
1: you. Him and Marcus Smart. Yeah. Yeah, they're and I don't LeBron think you, too. LeBron's I don't, a bad
0: flopper. Nat, LeBron's gotten really bad.
1: Yeah. yeah, LeBron is a bad flopper because he all his acting is is horrible. Yeah. He's not a bad actor. No. In movies, I get what you're saying. But on the court, horrible. Actor. So, so yeah, just awful. Um, the second rule is this rule should have existed literally from the day it was conceived was the coach's challenge. Now, if you, if you're right and it gets overturned, you get to keep it. it. Dude. Yeah. The dumbest thing ever. It makes no sense. It was, it was keeping like a ton of plays from being overturned because coaches didn't want to challenge stuff in the first, second, third quarter, they're saving it and then come fourth quarter they don't use it.
0: Obvious stuff.
1: So, yeah, obvious stuff that had no business not being overturned. Now, I at the very like this should be enacted right away.
0: I can't believe it was the other way around.
1: Apparently, I just I didn't remember this at the time, but something I was reading about the rule changes said initially when the challenge came out like doc rivers was very adamant against it and it's just like why yeah why would you it's getting the game more right for lack of a better word it's making the outcome based on what it should be not based on the refs. like and also it's the same thing as like the two minute plays being reviewable type of deal it's just like it makes the game better. I don't know why Doc was so opposed to it. Either way, but like this makes way more sense. The challenge system as it is right now makes no sense at all, especially because you can't challenge within the last two minutes. So you're saving your challenge for the first ten minutes of the fourth quarter, <laughs> and if nothing happens, then then you you're, you're Go not home with th- it. yeah then you, exactly, and you don't get to bring it with you the next day. You just have it in your closet. Yeah, so or on the shelf or on the shelf mantle. Yeah, so it's just like very needed. Um... Basically long term both I think will benefit the NBA. I like both rule changes. It's not something stupid like a four point line or a longer shot clock or something, some nonsense like that. The it's, ones you could vote on in two K. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like
0: I'm very pro both of them. I think I think the first one's hysterical. But like that's the four, gonna go that's four four gonna be all No, no, no. Oh. I think the flopping oh, call yeah, out yeah, 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 yeah. is gonna be all over social media. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. And like that, that the losing your challenge even if you're right is going to be one of those things that we look back on and we're just going to be like what the fuck
1: why did like, this say yeah, like why did this why was this was ne- real? All, this should have always been the thing it's, it's like, so it's almost obvious. like
0: baseball we're like we're already looking back and being like it took us this long to like start using replay yeah exactly it's and it could be that way with
1: robot umps one day yeah, dude, 100%. They should absolutely, they don't have to replace them. No, I, I like the system they do in the minors, where it's, I think players get one challenge per game for, on players, a strike. Each players, each player? each player. That's it's cool. one either per game or per at-bat, where the ump has it in his ear, where it's like, if you challenge it, it's immediate robot man tells you ball or strike based on the strike zone, and that's it. Like, it happens like that. doesn't slow down the game. It could happen literally while you step out of the box. Yeah. You know?
0: That was your OBT?
1: Yeah, that was my one big thing. It's, like I said, it wasn't the most interesting. It's just I thought both rules were worth noting, and I felt like being informative
0: today. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to do a lot of listing for okay. mine. So ESPN uh, laid off a lot of workers at the end of last week. Some of them include Jeff Van Gundy. Max Kellerman, Gene Wojcicki, Jalen Rose, Keyshawn Johnson, Suzy Kolber, Steve Young, Todd McShay, Neil Everett, and David Pollack. I didn't really like David Pollock that much, so not super heartbroken on that one.
1: I'm upset about a few of them. <laughs> JVG? Yes. He's number one. Crazy to get rid of him. Uh, I'm upset about Kellerman. Me too. I didn't liked get a him. a shake. No, I liked him a lot on first take. And for a while.
0: I would like to see him not as part of a Disney vehicle.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think he's he could go further. And yeah, I think mean, he
0: got pigeonholed in a lot of ways there.
1: Yeah, and I mean, Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max was just whatever.
0: ESPN's cutting their investment on in radio quite a bit. I don't know what that means for the future of the K show either, but obviously it seemed like Michael K has been kind of wrapping, like tidying his his bow on that one for a little bit about a year or so. but also he, his
1: he's, he's still on the k-rod cast so i wonder if that's on radio though it's not but i i it's their investment in him so i wonder if they would just keep both and also well
0: i i, I don't think he wants to do it for much longer anyways the vibe i get
1: yeah He's taking like summers off well it was just last summer and he was gone for a long time so it got real weird yeah because there was no real explanation that yeah. it was it was just really strange and caused a big scene yeah I, cause I would everyone say.
0: thought he got fired yeah it was, it was like retiring it was a
1: real, it was a whole weird scene but now also with um carton off they'll probably be number one in ratings
0: we'll see I mean Tiki and Evan will be a good show
1: it will be but i I don't know I it's, think it's carton the, it's has,
0: the k show's opportunity to to claw back now for sure.
1: Yeah, and I feel like Carton's the big draw there, not Roberts. And I like agree. I, I think Certainly Tiki is a draw for sure. And I but I don't know. I think it'll be much closer than it's been.
0: I agree with that, definitely. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think they could overtake them again. I mean they overtook Francesa in the past, so. Yeah. And Carton Roberts at first, but once they picked up steam.
0: Neil Everett, I'm upset about. Neil
1: Everett, I was sad about. He I, uh oh sorry, go on.
0: I saw um a clip of his last his last show like his sign-off and he was talking about how he doesn't have social media so yeah. stan vrett was showing him a tweet that he thought he would appreciate and it read something like i watch sports center religiously and have for 15 years i don't know who neil everett is <laughs> <laughs> and he just that was his sign-off it was one of the funniest things i've ever seen that he just read that tweet that's
1: <laughs> hilarious I don't know how you don't know who Neil Everett is.
0: I agree, dude. He's front and center with Stan Fret. He's been every our, yeah, L.A. Man, Sports and, Center. Him
1: and Stan Fret have been around forever. I'm, if
0: you actually watch Sports Center for like a week straight, it's impossible you don't know who Neil Everett is, let alone religiously. I feel like Neil Everett used to have a
1: Twitter. I'm fairly certain he did.
0: It rings a bell.
1: Because okay, well this—it's actually my story—is about Neil Everett is one summer, me, Chris, Carlos, my cousin John, were here every single day doing God knows what, but doing a lot of pool trick shots. And we got real good at them, and this was like my first probably foray into video editing, and I cut it together. It was real good. I remember
0: this video. And it
1: went like, not definitely not viral, but at the time, it it got like 150 likes on Twitter, which was a lot for us. And we were tweeting it at every single... Every single ESPN person we could think of to get it on ESPN. We finally give up, and my brother just tweets, at Neil Everett, hi. no, Not related to the video at all. And immediately, Neil Everett responds, hi. And that was it. <laughs> that was all it was. He, there was no follow-up. We sent him the video. He didn't answer, but he did say hi to us. All right, that's so, pretty awesome. I like him. I'm sad he's gone. Uh, there was one more in there that I... Jalen Rose and his and his immaculate hairline.
0: McShay was surprised. McShay,
1: McShay was the big one. Him and Kuiper are so one and two together. Like uh, that's shocking to me and upsetting.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna enjoy just Kuiper as much.
1: No, I like their their back and forth. I thought that was kind of crucial, and especially because a lot of people like McShay more than Kuiper. I do. Well, I think we've had this discussion before, either on air or not, but it's on air are we on air no we're
0: not live does that uh, count as on air i i'm gonna have to look back into that and get I'm, i'll get back to you on that okay because yeah. i'm gonna look into it on air or not we
1: have had this discussion before i like mel because i think he is funny he is funny and i like that but i also like mcshay because i think i like his opinions more
0: i like his opinions more and i think i resonate with his sense of humor more because that's McShay is more how I would deal with being close to somebody like Mel Kiper for as long as he is. I agree.
1: I agree. It's like
0: the crazy guy, in, like you work with. Yeah. Like, after a while, it's just if he wasn't there, being a lunatic, it'd be weird.
1: Yeah, I agree. But yeah, it's pretty sad. Steve Young's gone too, right? Did you say him? Yeah. I liked him when he was a guest on the K Show. Me too. That was probably my favorite role of his that he has been. Honestly, I I didn't think he was anything great. I I saw that Jalen Rose uh, coming off now means Kendrick Perkins might be getting a promotion. Dude. And it's just like, it's like I don't know if we need more of him on a bigger stage.
0: That's how I feel about a lot of ESPN people on big stages.
1: I know, you, what, like Greeny? I know, we, I know, you, I, like I used to really like Greeny. Me too. And I now, listen to
0: Mike and Mike religiously.
1: Now they just, they made him, it's too much.
0: I, no one was asking for him to be the face of ESPN. He was... Perfect. In yeah. I, so, I actually have a list here of ESPN personalities that are making bags. As Kai chooses the table a little bit. Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. Oh, yeah. This is actually in order of the highest paid. Okay. Stephen A. Yeah.
1: Kirk Herbstreet. Stephen A said he could be next.
0: Scott, not true. Scott Van Pelt and Pat McAfee. I Also, there's been a lot of talk about there's no, no sacred cows, so how everybody nobody's untouchable at ESPN yeah right I've come up with a extensive (laughs) list of untouchables at ESPN (laughs) I mean I was gonna run through them okay Um, I'll see if I agree Buck and Aikman yeah Stephen A. Smith yeah Scott Van Pelt Mm -hmm. Pat McAfee yeah Kornheiser and I think Will Bond
1: yeah Kornheiser is more untouchable because of Will Bond
0: I agree with that yeah it's it's like Paul George and Kawhi yeah uh Mike Breen,
1: I hope so. I, I think sure so. hope so I think so. I think it would be a massive mistake, me too, yeah,
0: I met Mike Breen once.
1: He seems like a very nice guy, super nice, yeah, I've heard nothing but amazing things about him, and his whenever he says bang it there's nothing that gets me more excited in sports. I like it when there's uh the meme is like. I'm gonna say bang so fucking hard, and it's like a picture oh, yeah. of Mike Breen. Yeah. yeah,
0: I have one of those saved in my meme folder yeah. on my phone. Uh, Chris Berman, like the first employee. Of yeah, ESPN. yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, it's also uh, Chris Berman's on. Like, what? Why are you even gonna fire him? How long is sure he ma- making a bag? He's probably making so much money, but he's on TV for what? Ten minutes a week. Yeah. So <laughs> it's what's um, the point?
0: Big perk, and then I wrote JK next to that. Oh, okay. But I have, that one. made made me think of one. Greeny, I have. Yeah. I don't have JJ. I have JJ, yeah. That's who I thought of.
1: Because he's getting more and more important in the game-by-game broadcasting. True. And first take. He was
0: a tough omission. I did not go with him.
1: I would definitely have him on there. I think they love him.
0: I have Greeny. In
1: fact, I think you already said Greeny. Probably. But I was going to say, I think JJ is the best thing that's happened to ESPN in a long time.
0: I don't know, dude. Replacing Steve Levy with Joe Buck for Monday Night Football is pretty clutch.
1: From ESPN's daily television standpoint.
0: <laughs> Losing Bamani Jones. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. I no, I, I don't can't really disagree. I think it's like I think totally it's valid to say that he's on the short list if not at the top of it for improving the day-to-day programming
1: I just think he's exactly the counterbalance that they needed in a in a on a station that is basically entirely hot takes now that he refuses to get bogged down in that I think he's basically the hero that we all needed
0: what if they don't like that like Kellerman did that too
1: Kellerman people didn't people love J.J. J.J people mostly hated kellerman
0: but does espn love jj i'm sure they do but do they
1: like, i think so because they keep putting him on more and more he was only supposed to do like like a quarter of what he's doing and then he just was so good that they kept putting him onto more stuff
0: i i don't know if he's on the untouchables list yet though I think, and you know what he's probably more on it now that he's not making an insane salary from them i'm sure he's making a lot but I'm sure they'll give him the bag or think about giving him the bag. And this is all cost-cutting. This isn't, you're bad at your job.
1: Oh, I know. I um, just, I think he's, I, I think they wouldn't fire him.
0: I also have Lee Corso from Game Day, Kirk Herbstreet, Jeff Passan. Yeah. I have Adam Schefter. I have Ian Dark on that list. I'm not a thousand percent sure he deserves to be on it, but he's been doing the soccer for 13 years as the lead play-by-play guy. And he just had, I guess, none of the World Cup games, but he gets a lot of the other big stuff. I thought Twelman would be
1: untouchable, honestly, but he left. So yeah, I think honestly none of the soccer guys are, but he, I guess, more than anyone. But
0: I guess it's more unlikely to be fired than unfireable for him.
1: I think because <laughs> like why you are you going to fire? The I think guy you I put that perfectly. Thank you. I think that is kind of what I was trying to get at with JJ. I think he's not untouchable. I think they could, but I don't think they should, and there's no reason to.
0: Okay, fair. There we go. So, it just kind of translates into a larger discussion about the future of how we consume sports and sports media. Uh, So, ESPN's all-time high for household subscribers was 100 million. They're already down to three-quarters of that. Um... So I actually was on Reddit the other day, and there was a discussion in the Bill Simmons subreddit just about do people watch SportsCenter. I think it's still I think it's lost a lot of the um, allure just because of the accessibility of highlights, opinions, information. Uh, but I still like the the way that they package it up and the commentary that SportsCenter provides. I watch SVP almost every night. Um, I probably wouldn't watch if the anchors weren't as good. and That might be obvious, but like Neil, Neil Everett leaving, it's going to like drastically change my viewing experience at night. Uh, right now, live sports seems to be the lifeblood of the company. They have the NBA Finals. They have the NHL package with Turner. They have the college football playoff and the selection show. And mm-hmm. for the NFL, they have the draft Monday Night Football, and they're going to have the Super Bowl in 2027 of the top 100 telecasts of 2022 94 were sports events um and i think that's
1: not shocking
0: no definitely not and like probably 80 of them were football games college and or nfl yeah um so i don't know the future of sports media is changing a lot podcasts have taken off like two idiots like thus probably wouldn't be able to broadcast our opinions to the masses a couple years ago
1: yeah we could have or it probably just would have been bad
0: hopefully it's not now
1: (laughs) that's very true i don't think it is i hope not
0: i'm squirming a little bit in this chair yeah
1: it's not as comfortable as our usual setup i think the way we consume sports will never go back to the way it was in terms of at least the sports center era where it was that was the end all be all just because it's it's just not as good for me. It has nothing to do with the accessibility of the highlights. It's just not as good as it used to be. It's not. It's so stale.
0: I agree. I think the information is probably bigger than the highlights. Like you don't need to tune in a sports center. Yeah. To, to know get, who's going to be out in the NFL tomorrow. That's true.
1: And they're just they're not giving you anything you can't get elsewhere. Hundred percent. I and I think earlier. Yeah, earlier. Unless I mean, because. Unless you're gonna have Woj on live TV all day, it's like I would would, watch. I probably would too. But him just literally texting all day, I'd probably watch. But (laughs) they're not innovators in that world anymore at all. It's just old. And like them bringing in a podcast now to be their leading sports show, essentially with Pat McAfee, kind of speaks volumes. I just think ESPN firing all their good talent isn't the solution cost cutting isn't going to fix the problems necessarily it can make you scale down and it might save you from bankruptcy or something but it's not going to make your viewership increase they need to make like radical changes to how they're presenting their t their tv and everything to get viewership back up
0: well they're just pumping it into rights like they have a super bowl now
1: yeah no and that's fair but if If they just if they're just going to be a live TV just for live sports, that's one thing. Like then that's a totally different pivot, and then I can't speak to that. But in terms of their their actual on air talent and things like and shows that they air throughout the day when there's not sports, that would need to change. Is my point.
0: I expect in the distant ish future that we will be subscribing to different platforms to watch pretty much every sporting event. I don't see how it's sustainable with it being the only draw to live TV that it doesn't branch out that way. I mean,
1: that's kind of just the way the streaming model is headed, honestly. I it's mean, there. It, yeah. For everything but sports. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, that's, I meant streaming model in sports because you the game that's on right now is on Prime, the Yankee game.
0: The MLS is on Apple TV.
1: So it's, it is headed there. I agree with you. With Apple taking the MLS, with... Eventually, another streaming platform is going to. Whatever one eats up MLB, whether it's Prime or Apple or Peacock, I think that it has. They have th- games on all three platforms right now. Like, does TNT have a streaming platform?
0: Oh, I don't think they have a streaming platform, but you can stream TNT.
1: Yeah, the, yeah, the TNT. Live TNT. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if they get a streaming platform, who's to say they don't get the NBA? And then it's like. and it, ESPN has the NFL, TNT has the NBA, MLS has Apple, and Prime has NLB. Then you need all of those just to get any of those.
0: Would you like to go on to NBA free agency talk? Sure. You want to provide them with a what we're doing? Okay. So for this segment, we're going to go through some of the recent NBA free agent acquisitions and re-signings, and we'll do a buy-sell hold for a lot of the guys that signed new deals over the last few days. So the first one, Tyrese Halliburton signed a five-year $260 million, right, max extension. Mm-hmm. I think it can only go up to that if he makes an all-NBA team. Um, I have a buy for Halliburton. I think he's one of the best point guards in the NBA. There's a lot of teams that passed on him in the draft, the Knicks included, that like really shouldn't have and kind of look like fools for doing so now. And it's more than you might think. It's like almost a third of the league probably should have taken him. Yeah. The Suns included with Chris Paul. Um, what do you have for for Halliburton?
1: Um, I'm buying Halliburton. I'm buying the contract. I, I, he's awesome. I think the reason he got passed on, I think COVID had a lot to do with that. Honestly, you couldn't get guys in for workouts the same way you could otherwise. It was hard to know if his shooting would translate because it's weird. It's not like traditional shooting form at all. It, like very possible that it wouldn't have translated i think if maybe they'd gotten him in the gym and seen that at the nba three-point line he can consistently knock it down he wouldn't have fallen as far i think the sabonis trade is not to get off course here but is kind of a win-win for both sides i think the pacers i think the kings may kick themselves a little bit i think halberton's ceiling is higher but i think sabonis raised the king's ceiling so it's, it that's why it's like kind of a win-win. I feel like in any trade it's, there's always losing aspects to it. If you win outright, then you just got bamboozled. Um, I don't think the Kings got bamboozled per se, but I, I definitely think it was a, uh, a win-win for both sides. I think the Pacers are headed in the right direction. I, le- I like OB for them. I like that trade. Um, I think they're on the way up. So I'm buying the Pacers, buying the extension. Halliburton averaged 20 and 10 last year. He's worth the money. He's, Really good.
0: Well, the natural transition then is to DeMontis Sabonis, who also inked a five-year deal, I believe for 207.
1: Yeah, I've, uh, same thing, buying the deal. I think he took less than max money so they could keep bringing guys in, I think. Not 100% certain on that, but I'm pretty sure he did. And he is essentially like a discount bargain brand Jokic. You know, you're he's does a lot of yoga G things, but just not nearly at the same level except rebounding. He rebounds at an extremely high level, but uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm nowhere close to out on the Kings.
0: I have a hold on this one. I think Sabonis is awesome. I think he's a great player. My, my problem, if you could even call it that is just at what point are you spending a lot of your salary cap on Sabonis? And yeah he's similar to Jokic but you're paying a Jokic-ish price for a discount Jokic and maybe you can look at it and say sure but Jokic is actually you're getting Jokic at a discount um, just because of the impact he has but I'm not sure if it's a move that I think the Kings are kind of going to be what they were this year for a lot of the next few years um and i like sabonis it's just like i don't see the upside that i do with someone like halliburton well it's for less money than halliburton it
1: is and also if the kings are what they were this year that's the three seed so yeah
0: but they weren't better than a lot of the teams that were under them
1: they weren't but they're continuing to get better they brought back barnes and they're And Keegan Murray, more development. And Kevin Herter, another year in the system. And I think Malik Monk's coming back. Like, they're a good team who... It's not easy to upgrade over a Sabonis, though.
0: No, definitely not. You have to re-sign him. So, I I don't know. I, I mean,
1: I'm not saying he's nearly as impactful as Jokic, but... I. He's also making $70 million less than Jokic, or $60 million less than Jokic. I mean, Jokic is underpaid, but the market rate for an all-NBA center, him getting less than a max deal is, I would say, pretty good.
0: I think so. It's just, I mean, I'm not, it's why it's not a sell for me, but, like, it's just, yeah, you had to do it, and you did it. I mean, he did just get them to the playoffs for the first time And how long?
1: 20 years, something the like that. The longest
0: in sports, so, in North American sports.
1: So, and he took, he could have gotten more money elsewhere. So, it's, for me, it's good on enough levels that it's beyond a hold, but that's just my opinion.
0: Uh, the next one I have is Anthony Edwards, also got a five for 260.
1: 60. Okay, what do you have on this one?
0: Uh, I have a buy, but.
1: What, okay, but what has he done? That's. I'm not saying I wouldn't buy it, but I'm just saying he hasn't done anything.
0: Oh, it has nothing to do with what have you done for me. It's, it's what can you do for me. And I actually don't even think, I think the ceiling's capped in Minnesota, but that's more about the roster building around him. I think that team, I mean, they're going to have to trade Cat. Like, yeah, they're screwed. To make it work. So that's why
1: this is a hold for me because the Timberwolves are screwed.
0: I agree with that.
1: So, like, yeah, it's a good extension. You pay the guy, but the Timberwolves are screwed.
0: 100%, but that has nothing to do with him. He's, like, the one good thing they have going for them. Yeah, he well, is. got some good depth players.
1: Yeah, but also, what does re-signing him do for you if you're screwed? It's it's the inverse argument of the Kings one. If you let Sabonis walk in are the Kings, you go from the fourth seed to you're out of the playoffs.
0: Well, I guess it comes down to, like, at what I think their peaks can be, who am I cooler with? Making that much money and like being
1: fifty million dollars less though.
0: Uh, that's true. I but think my the reason I had Edwards higher was just because I think he could be. I think his ceiling is like top. Is an All NBA guy.
1: I agree. I I just. It feels to me that you're both underrating Sabonis and underappreciating the fact that he took less than he could have gotten. I might be. I'm buying the player and the contract for Anthony Edwards. He's going to, I think he's awesome, but I'm selling the situation.
0: Yeah, definitely sell the situation. Um, LaMelo also got as much money as anyone could give him.
1: I'm high on LaMelo. If he can stay healthy, I think he's awesome. I like, um, What's his face? Who'd they just draft? Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller. I can't... He has such a generic name in my mind, I cannot remember it. I always think Anthony Richardson, the quarterback. Yeah, that's not him. I know it's not. It's And they just both have really bland names. So it's just... It doesn't... Either way, I like him. I like his fit there. I, Hornets have new ownership. Um, you couldn't let him walk away because he's, like – he's beyond just being, I think, really good, he's got legitimate, like, star power and yeah. and, and brings that, that draw that, like, otherwise why would anyone go to the Hornets?
0: New owner's not going to trade LaMelo Ball as his first move.
1: Yeah, I, I do – I wouldn't be surprised if LaMelo's disgruntled pretty soon and wants out. I, I think it's pretty much like a perma-sell the Hornets until, until proven otherwise.
0: A little bit of tangent, though. The new thing in the NBA – is now just sign the Supermax and figure it out later.
1: That's what I'm saying. I, yeah. think, he's go- I, I think he could be the next disgruntled star to one out.
0: Sure, like Jalen Brown when he signs his Supermax?
1: Uh, no, I—well, I don't know. I thought Jalen Brown was going to be—I don't know. I don't know what to make of him. Jalen Brown leaving would be going from a good situation because you want to be the number one guy almost like Kyrie. Lamella would be. I've been stranded in Charlotte in this hopeless situation since I was drafted, and I'm begging you to tell to take me somewhere else. So it's it's not a direct. It's not the same thing. So I, it's harder to predict. Jalen Brown.
0: It's a great transition because I am selling every last cent of stock I have in Kyrie Irving. Uh, I mean, it's been sold. I'm just sweeping out the room it was in now. I, he got a hundred and twenty-six million dollars. Yeah, I,
1: I kind of expected him to get paid.
0: I didn't even know if he was gonna be back
1: with the Mavericks. They yeah. had to. You had to double down.
0: What if Luca did? What if Luca hated him?
1: If Luca hated them and hated him that much, I bet he would have been gone.
0: That reeks of one of the like the next mega mega star to be moved.
1: Luca, yeah, maybe not over Embiid. The Knicks have been linked to every superstar ever in the history of the world that's ever wanted out. And the only one that they've been legitimately in on is Donovan Mitchell, pretty much. Legitimately as in advanced discussions, not a, hey, you want my bench player for your superstar? No, see you later. The guy they're going to be really in on is Embiid.
0: Oh, definitely, just because of the connections
1: with Neon Leon. Be- yeah, beyond just that, it's the fit, it's the assets. You know what? Fine, I'll predict it. If Embiid requests out of Philadelphia, I think he's going to the Knicks.
0: What would a package look like? Would Randall be going the other way? Randall picks.
1: Mmm, it could be Randall, but Fournier? I don't think Fournier. Fournier was solely be to make salaries match. match. Yeah. I think it would be Mitch. I think it would probably be quickly. I think Grimes would probably be going as well. I think they so are... more
0: players than picks.
1: Mm, I think both. I think it well, would...
0: like a like a Nets return kind of thing. Yeah. How did we get here, Kyrie?
1: <laughs> but yeah, I saw Embiid's gonna. I think and I think Embiid's gonna want out, and I think he's going to the Knicks.
0: Buy or sell Kyrie? Or hold? I buy Kyrie, but I sell the situation. You buy the contract with Kyrie?
1: Yeah, I do. Why? I don't know. I think I think he'll be fine. Honestly, I, I I don't have much to base it off of. It's mostly a hunch that I'm not. I, I I think Kyrie will will play will perform under this contract.
0: We'll see.
1: I think what they should have done is when the Sun said they were interested in Kyrie, was try to trade him for Aiden as fast as they could. I think that's oh, what they. Sh- I think that's what they should have done.
0: All right. So the next one I have is Austin Reeves. Uh, I have a buy for this one. I was sh- stunned that the Lakers got him. at I think a four for fifty-four or something like that. I thought he would be approaching. Maybe if somebody threw him, like a restricted contract close to a hundred.
1: Four for fifty-six. I just looked it up. It's. I'm buying the shit out of it. Yeah. I can't believe that they got him for that. I. Guys, a legitimate playoff starter and performer. I if I was. If honestly, if I were the Knicks GM, I would have given offered him a hundred million and just figured it out. If I was Neon Leon, I probably would have offered him a hundred million and just put him in that starting lineup. And he actually would have been an awesome fit for the Knicks. I didn't even You're I didn't star here. didn't even think of it until just that second. Yeah, he would have been an awesome fit between Brunson and RJ and Randall as a tertiary initiator slash creator.
0: It's crazy value.
1: It's i can't i don't know what happened i have no idea maybe he just didn't want to leave maybe he just loves lebron who's probably leaving like I, i don't know that his whoever his agent is like really fucked up that's all i got i i can't i cannot i can't believe he got only 56 million
0: he was really good in the playoffs Yeah, shockingly good Like, and if you're another team in the west why not like offer sheet him because why do you want the Lakers to have him for 56 yeah the Lakers are probably going to match it no matter what yeah at so least give him make as much sp- as you yeah, yeah they can I take up their know. cap space offer
1: him 80 or something I yeah. don't know that was a. I, I don't know that is a a steal for him He's I mean he's 25 but he's what two years in the NBA like He's still developing. He's still getting better. I I see him easily being an 18 to 20 point per game guy at some point. You know? I just can't believe they got him for that cheap.
0: I'm high on him. Yeah. You know who did get four for 80?
1: Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks. I didn't see that coming.
0: No, I didn't either. I will say, though. We took the Dylan Brooks hate a little too far. Like there were people straight up saying he was not an NBA caliber player.
1: There were NBA former NBA players saying that, and that was a little crazy. Absolutely, and the it was it was for the memes that yeah. it was you know well better learn Mandarin because you're gonna be playing for Guangdong next Something year. Something like that. Yeah, like that was funny. It was very funny and. The Dylan Brooks won't be on the Grizzlies under any circumstances, even if there's a fire, was also hilarious. <laughs> like, that's that's ridiculous. But I didn't think he was getting 20 mil. I, the Rockets just had money to blow and were bringing in guys, veterans, that could help change the culture there. He's a hard-nosed, gritty defender, and he can shoot the three, and he's actually, like, a good fit there. But yeah. I just, I didn't... I don't think he's worth $20 million. At 13 to 15, as that's what role players get these days. As a seventh man or you know a fourth option for a team, fine. That's, what, that's the going rate. Evan Fournier got 18. But 20 was shocking.
0: 20's a lot. Yeah. I will say, though, at least that team's so young that his contract really will be an afterthought by the time that they need to start paying other people, if not an asset, because it'll be an expiring.
1: I guess if for a buy-seller hold, I'm I'm kind of I'm a hold on it. I don't, I I like it for them. I think it's too much money, but if you had to overpay to get the guy, fine. I don't really, I honestly don't really care. It's not going to kill them. Twenty million dollars isn't going, doesn't cripple your franchise, and he's an impactful like player. He is, so it's it's fine.
0: I'm somewhere between a a hold and, you know, I I'm somewhere between a sell and a free bin because I know a free bin. Just toss it in okay. the free bin. Yeah. Um, because Dylan Brooks to the Rockets is really not something I'm gonna think about, except for like the occasional game I watch on League Pass and be like, Oh my god, yeah, Dylan Brooks is on the Rockets. So I don't need that. Like it's just taking up space. I think the
1: Rockets are fun and I agree. I think he's a good fit for them. They need someone who plays defense. Him and Van Vliet are good at defense. I think it's good for their identity. It's good to get veterans in there. I, I think Eme I, I think it's i I think they're an ascending team, sort of
0: I agree a hundred percent.
1: so I think he's a he's not the piece, obviously. like he's not, but he's a solid piece. So I'm fine on it. I'm uh, lukewarm on it.
0: I'm just looking at it like, like do I need to save space in my like binder here for like one or two Dylan Brooks Rockets playoff appearances like there's other sh- stuff I'd rather hold on to, so like I'm happy to part ways with this one. I'm not saying it's like a bad move necessarily. It's you just, just like, don't Am I gonna care. buy, sell, or hold? Like this doesn't do it for me. You, Someone else can have it. You just don't care, basically. Something like that, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I I care a little bit, so hold.
0: Okay. Uh, the last one I have is Dante Divincenzo completing the Villanova Knicks. Jay all, Wright, next coach.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I had a real in-depth conversation with my boss about this today. Actually, um, he's he went to Villanova, so he's big fan of all of them. But it's it's fine. It's a fine move. Four for fifty. Decent role player money. Dante Divincenzo is a decent role player. Good Whatever. culture guy. Plays good defense. Can shoot a little bit. It's in the Villanova culture. Keeps those guys happy, whatever. It's fine. It's is Tibbs gonna play small? Do you think Tibbs will play small? Do you think Tibbs is re- flexible enough with his lineups to make the current rotation
0: work? You lost me at is Tibbs flexible? As a coach, not as a man. That's what I meant. Like oh, I, I, thought I you don't think like, he's very flexible as a coach either. I
1: thought you meant like can Tibbs put can his legs behind now? his head? <laughs> that's an that's an image. <laughs> i don't know maybe he can as a coach i think he's very rigid and yeah that's what i meant he's a horrible offensive coach yeah so in a team with an abundance of guards you didn't need another guard he fits the profile of things you need you needed more defense and you needed more shooting but i thought you needed that in the form of a wing not in the form of a guard. So now you've got Brunson, Grimes, Quickly, DiVincenzo, and Hart, and RJ, who are six arguably guards. Like, RJ and Hart are more wings, whatever. But, like, you don't have a backup power forward. I'm not Tibbs probably plays a nine-man rotation anyway. Are you going to play—is he going to play Hart at the four? He's good enough at rebounding, but will he do it? I wanted a stretch four. I wanted a stretch five. I didn't need another— Guard.
0: Well, they must. They might think that they have all their moves. I think the pipeline.
1: I think the Knicks aren't done. I think they can't be done. Their lineup, is, their team is just weird. It, and Fournier needs to go. He, he requested a trade. And you're not paying him 18 million dollars anymore. They're just. I don't know. I, it's honestly, it's Tibbs. He's the problem. He's not a good offensive coach.
0: No, I mean, He's, he never has been.
1: No, it's not his thing. He's a good defensive coach, and but the Knicks like don't run an offense. It's. You watch them play, and it's like they're playing on a smaller court than everyone else. It's so congested, and there's it's you can't do anything. So you bring in another guard to a guy who's notoriously only plays as starters anyway, and only plays who he plays. So it's just like I, I would have liked. Like I don't know. I thought there was more. I thought I hope there's more.
0: It's July fifth. The odds are. I know. There just a lot has, of all stars are going to move still.
1: It doesn't have to be for an all star, though. I don't think it has to. Like, I think there are ways the Knicks can, can position themselves to be better without getting another all star. They have two of them. It's not like they don't. Yes, they are lower tier all stars, but they have a guy in quickly who was arguably should have been sixth man of the year. They have RJ, who's a 20 point per game scorer who was at his best in these playoffs. Like, yes, you want that third star. That is the piece. But their team, as currently constructed, is good enough to be the four or five seed in the East. But there there are moves that you can do to make your team better. If you even bring in a Nemanja Bielitsa to be your stretch four to replace Obi in those 15 minutes, or even, bear with me, a stretch five, because you don't need a rim protector in at all times. So a lot of teams don't ever have tibbs a rim protector? tibbs teams do and it's that's why it's him he's the problem you need a in today's nba you need a team that plays offense you saw it with spo with all that he brought out of those guys it's like like i, I was at one point I, I thought the knicks could bring in kevin love as as their backup four, but Tibbs probably won't even play him because he can't guard we had a lottery pick our eighth overall pick just rotting away on the bun on the bench even though every time he played he averaged 25 10 and eight. And then we just traded him for two seconds because he couldn't play defense. And because Tibbs wouldn't play him and Randall together. Why wouldn't you try them together? They're both 6'10". You don't need a rim protector in at all times. Just try it. It's honestly, it's him. You can do more things with this lineup. Instead of, it's pretty clear that playing Hart and RJ next to each other isn't enough shooting unless... Maybe you have a stretch four in there or a stretch five in there. Then you can have two not great shooters there. But since they're not great shooters and Hart's not even a willing shooter half the time, you put him at the four and you put Quickly or DiVincenzo in and you could put Randall at the five and then you have enough shooting or Grimes in, you put him there. Then you have enough shooting, you have enough scoring, you can can do more things. But Tibbs doesn't even try these things. That's why the DiVincenzo trade Drives me nuts because in a vacuum with a normal head coach who can do normal offensive things, it's a good move. But with Tibbs, it's just whatever. He'll probably just play him. Next, it'll probably be, quickly, DiVincenzo, Hart, fill-in-the-blank, scrap heaps, power forward, or just whoever, Randall will run with the second unit a lot of the time, and then Hartenstein. Square peg, square hole. Circle peg, circle hole. That's all Tibbs knows. God forbid you try to throw a little star hole in there, a squiggle or something. like.
0: I like the squiggle. I always like the squiggle. You
1: throw the squiggle in there. You try to try different things out, different combinations like other coaches do. Maybe. I don't know. You know, who's, who's the probably, okay, prob- the best three-point shooter of all time? Steph. Is he the best point guard in the league? In your opinion, maybe. I think so. Pretend he is. He doesn't play on the ball half the time. He plays off the ball. He's a two guard for half the game because all Steve Kerr does is run actions off the ball for him to get him open threes. He does it all the time. That's why Draymond gets so much credit because he's the the primary playmaker half the time. It's because he's willing to try things. Tibbs doesn't try anything. It sucks. Do you think he's going to be
0: the coach at the end of next year? Of this upcoming year,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: I do. you are gonna make it through the end of next year, which includes like a week after the season ends. Like
1: it, it's it's too many variables. I I let's just say it. They have a bad playoff showing, a disappointing playoff showing, less than you expected. Then I out. think Dolan loses patience and they they shepherd Tibbs into some sort of front office role because him and Neon Leon are besties. But I don't think they'll fire him. I just think, I mean, the Giants even gave fucking Gettleman a send off. It's just like <laughs> these organizations just like want to be classy sometimes. And I think they would want to with Tibbs. I don't know. Divincenzo, fine, good player. I just, I did. I had this whole rant earlier. It's just they're so frustrating. You watch the Yankees, and there's nothing tangible you can do to make them better. There's nothing Boone can really do with these guys who just can't hit and can't play. It's not his fault they're not hitting and playing.
0: But the answers are there for the next. The or, answers are could there be, there. be there. there.
1: They're possible. The answers, the people we get pissed off at is Cashman, because he can do things to make this team better that we see. Tibbs can do things to make this team better. He has that power. It's not like Boone shuffling the lineup is going to make them hit. It doesn't. He does it all the time. It's 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 so frustrating. It drives me
0: nuts. I think that's it for like NBA stuff, right?
1: Yeah. You want to move to awards? Sure. You want to start?
0: Yeah. Um, my first award is the John Collins Award. This is going to a player
1: who has been on the trade block for their entire existence and finally got moved? Uh, Almost. It's
0: So I wrote a little blurb, actually. So am I even close? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The John Collins Award is presented to the player who most exemplifies the characteristics and traditions associated with currently living on the trade block. Okay. It's essentially number one trade block guy.
1: Now, new number one trade block guy in basketball?
0: Yeah. Oh, this is a tough one. I don't know if it's as actual tough as you trade could.
1: block or like rumored trade block. rumored trade block. So like it could be Dame, it could be Harden, it could be Levine, it could be Zion. It's none of those guys. Wow. Okay. Is it a lesser tier than those guys? Far lesser tier. Okay. So now it's just role player on trade block. I He's a
0: starter, I think, on a decent sized deal.
1: Oh no no role players can be starters.
0: Bench players talking like starters, I hate it.
1: Yeah, but no, no, we'll leave Drake out of this. <laughs> Um. Okay. Oh, Oh. Ooh, OG and an OB.
0: No. Oh, I liked your excitement,
1: though. I can't believe you gotta that's be not going. it. be
0: going. I know. I can't believe that's not it. All right, tell me. Miles Turner.
1: He's off the trade block now, though. He has been. They're not moving him. Why not? They've made their peace with him. He's fine now.
0: I don't know, dude. That guy's been named, has been in rumors for at least five years. Yeah,
1: I think he's gone now. Once they got rid of Sabonis, they're just like, you know what? Fine. You're good enough. <laughs> like We'll keep you. We'll see. If you had said this to me a year ago, I would have known it. But Miles Turner, I think he's i think he's fine now. I think he's off it.
0: I'm looking up, is Miles Turner on the trade block?
1: I, I don't see why the Pacers would want to move him anymore.
0: It does say he's not on the trade block.
1: Yeah. I'm I think still... he's off it. I think he's off it.
0: If he confirms that he's no longer a resident of the trade block, I will issue a full-page apology. in then Time's?
1: If I got, I think it's if expensive. you can get one, yeah, I think it's expensive.
0: I will write a beautiful. Yeah, I don't
1: think I don't think we want to be paying for that.
0: But if if you find a lesser times. Right, I'll find like the Locust Valley, Locus
1: Valley Times or something, <laughs> or like the, yeah, something like that. That they'll let you in there. All right, cool. All right, so my first award is the Forgotten Unicorn Award.
0: The Forgotten Unicorn Award. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is going to. Uh, a player that was named a unicorn, such as like a Porzingis or Jokic, like a, this guy is like nobody else can has this skill set kind of guy um, that flew under the radar or did not fly under the radar, but has since his star has faded so much that he's not very well remembered anymore by the masses. Sort of. Real ones, no. Yeah, I would say that.
1: I would say that that's it, sort of. Okay, it's it's kind of. Do you want my, it's it's a guy who is a unicorn in the Porzingis sense, in the you know large guard essentially, like seven foot guy with who can shoot and dribble and you know do things like that, but people aren't really talking about it because Wemby's basically gotten all the hype. Is this bull bull? It is not bull bull. <sighs> It is not Bulbul because people have been talking about him. That's, and that's why, because people are like, what does Wemby do that Bulbul doesn't, which is ridiculous because Bulbul's cool and does cool things, but the way Wemby moves is different.
0: Yeah, Wemby well, I mean, moves like a guard. Yes,
1: he yeah, for his height, like, Bulbul moves like a big man who can dribble the ball. Wemby literally moves like a guard. It's insane. He moves like KD. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm not ma- saying he's as good as KD, People are, you know, hot take culture. People get real upset these days. But he he moves like a Kevin Durant. But no. So not Bobo.
0: Alex Len. Al, what?
1: No, not Alex Len. I Lin. know, I knew it wasn't oh, Alex. Oh, thank Len. God. No, but Alex Len did have a resurgence last year with the Kings. But no. Do you want one more guess?
0: Yeah. Um Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, it's not Scal. <laughs> he's an actual from like Yeah, Scal was. Oh, kind of... a white of, guy? Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't say he
0: was a white guy. I thought you just said it's an actual white guy.
1: No. I, okay. said, it's, <laughs> I said he's an actual player. Oh. Well, I, okay, well, it is a white guy. It's Chet. It's Chet Holmgren. Oh,
0: okay. But I didn't
1: All say right. he was a white guy. You just... I don't know how you heard that. I don't know. Like, Scal is, is out of the league. I know. Yeah, okay. No, it's Chet. Because Chet came back... Made a summer league debut last night. It was awesome. Started off slow, but then ended with 15-9 and four blocks. Crazy
0: blocks. Like two-handed. Yeah, yeah. some
1: of them off. were like his hands were like top of the backboard. His People forget how good of a defender and rim protector he is. He is um, also bulked up. He's definitely put on muscle. And he reminded me a lot of poor Zingas when he came up. When he was just... Like, a little awkward in doing—I don't know if you remember this. Porzingis, it might have been his first game. Had, like, a steal and a fast break, and he did, like, a spin move where, like, it really looked like he was going to fall or turn it over or something, but did the spin move and then dunked it. And it was like, oh, shit, this guy's, like, real. That's, like, what I see with Chet is, like, hate—dude, the Thunder are— they have their All-NBA first-team guy already. Josh Giddy Played power forward for them last year. And he's a he's a point guard, but he's 6'8 to 6'10. Like, he's, 6, he's 6'8. Jalen Williams averaged like 18 a game after the All-Star break last year. He's awesome. He's 6'5. They're all huge. And they have so many assets, dude. They, they have 15 draft picks, first-round picks in the next seven years, I think. But I think they are positioned... Not just as good as they were when they had three Hall of Famers on their team, but but they're building it in a similarly positive way.
0: With almost With more less assets. redundancy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sort of just because they're so versatile. Yeah. Yeah. So it's they are redundant in that they do a lot of the same things, but they're not because they do a lot of things. You know? And there's if Giddy can learn how to shoot, like actually be a shooter. And and be like a stretch four who's a basically a point guard. I was looking at this today. He went from twenty, like, three percent from three to thirty-three percent from three this year. If he could get up to like thirty-eight percent and then still be eighteen, eight, and eight, next to a thirty-five point per game score and an eighteen point per game score and
0: Chet, that team's scary. Chet, who has Immediate defensive player of the year potential. Yeah, exactly. If he doesn't improve at all on the offense. Yeah, side.
1: and if he can just be like actually just stretch the floor, if he like doesn't reach his ceiling whatsoever and is becomes Miles Turner, like they're still awesome. I think the Thunder are on the way up. But yeah, I think Chet's the forgotten unicorn.
0: That's fair. I probably should have guessed that earlier. I'm shocked
1: you didn't. But
0: well, I was throwing out some dumb guesses.
1: Yeah, Scalabisier was a throwback though. I hadn't thought about him in a long time.
0: My next award is the Like Mike sneakers award.
1: So these are just like a cheat code, essentially, for a player.
0: It's not. It's actually not going to. It's not. It's not going to a clothing ish item directly associated with a player. Well, you'll
1: see. Is it going to a player?
0: No, it's going to a clothing item. Okay, 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 okay,
1: okay. okay. I, it's going to a clothing item, and it's not going, but is it going to a player's clothing
0: item? I can't confirm, but it's going to a clothing item that was heavily involved with an NBA player. An all-time great. I'm going to be so pissed at this one. Just tell me it. You want to know the reason? Sure. Okay. This item is given to a clothing item or accessory that changed the fortunes of somebody and helped lead them to the pinnacle of the NBA. Is it LeBron's headband? It's kind of LeBron. It's LeBron-ish. You want want me to tell you? Just tell me. Just tell me. It's going to the authentic throwback Warren Moon jersey that Rich Paul was selling in the Akron Canton Airport in 2002 that caught the attention of LeBron James. Rich Paul, are you fucking kidding me <laughs> with that? Rich Paul's Warren Moon jersey. Hey man, Clutch, Clutch Sports uh, at the start of free agency negotiated over four hundred million dollars worth of contracts. Just next season alone, Rich Paul's direct clients are making a collective three hundred seventy million. Tom isn't even looking at me anymore. Highlighted by LeBron, AD, Zach Levine, Darius Garland, and De'Aaron Fox. Rich Paul is dating Adele and this all started because he was selling jerseys out of his car and he had a cool, authentic Warren moon Jersey. And this young high school athlete named LeBron comes up to him and he's like, Hey man, that's cool Jersey. They exchange information. He later sells him two jerseys. One of which was a Rams Joe Namath Jersey. And Rich Paul has been LeBron's agent since he left Cleveland he is probably the most powerful agent in the NBA and an award winner, most importantly.
1: That's fine. That's fine and all, and it's a nice story. But we could there was no scenario where I ever could have gotten that. Not in a million years could I have gotten that. That's true. I am. I am I'm not. You, a million
0: could, years is a long time.
1: A million years. I didn't even know that story. So I wouldn't. There's no way I could have ever guessed it. Now you know. Fine. You're not gonna guess this next one. <laughs> this is, you're not invited to my birthday yeah. party. Next person who talks, not invited to my birthday party. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Got yourself. All right. I'm giving the junk drawer award. All right. And it's not going to a player. I'll tell you that.
0: No. This is going to. This is going to the O.Co Coliseum.
1: No. It's, it's, no. You're never going to guess it. You're never going to guess it. It's it's going to an argument that needs to be thrown in the trash. Every, all the contents of the junk drawer that you've just been filling up and keeping just in case, just throw it out. You don't need it. And I'm saying that. I'm a full-on hoarder. I don't throw anything out. (laughs) But I should throw more things out. So this is an argument, a discussion that I've seen enough times, and I'm tired of it. I'll give you. I'll let you guess based on that hint. It's. A, I'll give you a little bit more. It's a cross sport debate. I don't know. Okay. It's. It's the question of what could the average person do? Get a hit in a baseball game? I think it's like rush ten yards in an NFL game or hit a shot in an NBA game. What's harder for the average fan to do?
0: You don't think you could hit a shot in an NBA game? If, I know if, I could
1: hit a shot in an NBA game.
0: Oh, so you're saying this is so obvious that... Yes. Uh, I, I agree with that, yeah. Do you, okay. you?
1: Which one is the hardest?
0: The hardest? Yes,
1: which is the hardest? The hardest And, and it is, shouldn't even be in the debate. The anymore.
0: hardest is probably hit... What was the baseball one? Hit game? a
1: baseball. Hit, get a hit in a baseball game.
0: So here's the thing. Yeah, probably the hardest.
1: Easily the hardest. You and give me
0: one rush in the NFL, I am stretchered off. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. It's not... That's yes, fine. So I think that's the least achievable for me. No is ten yards in an NBA game. No,
1: no, no, in an NFL game. And that's what I meant. No, but it's assuming, assuming injuries are turned off.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, that obviously, like the baseball thing. The
1: ba- people I ha- do not have any understanding of how hard it is to hit a baseball. I see people all the time on Twitter like, oh, yeah, I could get a hit in a baseball game. No, the fuck you couldn't. Well,
0: here's the thing, dude. I No I, chance, Ed. If, if I was no. trying to, no. But I think I have a better chance of closing my eyes and making contact than I do rushing for 10 yards in an NFL game.
1: No chance, Ed. No chance. Even if some they're they're throwing the average fastball today is what 94, 95? You know how hard it is to hit 94-95, even if you know where it is, and you have to hit it where someone isn't,
0: and I didn't I was just thinking make contact, no, I guess.
1: It's get a hit, not make contact, get a hit. So you have to not only Basically, square up a ninety-five, or it's a breaking ball. God forbid! Imagine trying to hit a clay home sinker, ninety-four with movement.
0: Okay, well, let me ask you this: how many, how many swings do you think it would take the average NFL running back, eyes closed, to get a hit?
1: So many. Eyes closed, so many, Ed.
0: I think. I think eyes closed. You don't even
1: know how fat. You can't even time that up.
0: I think eyes closed for a lot of people, you would be more likely to get a hit than eyes open. Certainly, for me, that would be the case.
1: So, so many. But I bet you, if you put Aaron Judge in an NFL game, I bet if you... If, uh, again, injuries are off.
0: Well, that's the thing, dude. You can't do that. Okay, like, fine. Turn injuries back on. Forever. You
1: put Carlos Stanton in there, he might pull something, but he's strong enough. He can withstand it. I bet he could rush for 10 yards if, if, for an entire game. Throwing some play-action passes or something. You know, You I, in this scenario, your O-line is good enough. It's not horrible.
0: What about, like, hockey players that, like, can tip 100-mile-an-hour slap shots out of the air?
1: The question is the average fan.
0: Uh, all right, fair.
1: So, yeah, I, I think a hockey player has a unique set of skills that— I still
0: that, think for the average fan, like, you're just going to fucking die in the NFL game. Like, you take—you're not going to take more than one hit.
1: Well, okay, the debate was— It was basketball or baseball. That was the one that I was... It's
0: it's definitely the easiest is to make a shot.
1: Yes, without a doubt. If you put me in an entire NBA game right now... And it worked
0: into the game plan.
1: Yes, and I'm not going to create my own shot, but if I'm getting good looks throughout the game and I'm just, you know, open, I for sure can make one of them. Like, yeah, sure, I'll have 6-7. I've had 6-7 out on me before. I've had 7-... I've had a six, ten guy... I've had check the all-dunk on me. I've played NBA players before. I can make a jump shot. I cannot hit an MLB pitcher. No chance. I... If... I think I would break every bone in my body in an NFL game. Absolutely. But if if it's ten yards, sure. Okay, let's make it five yards, because ten yards is a first down.
0: I think I think one tackle for like a loss of five, and almost everyone is done.
1: Even if you have a good O line,
0: yeah. I mean, certainly for me, I mean, not. I'm gonna not,
1: have... It's not an all out blitz situation. It's regular pass protect.
0: I I understand, dude. I think like you're getting. At you think... most. I think at most you're getting back to the line of scrimmage.
1: I still think baseball's the hardest.
0: I think like sure I think the
1: higher risk of injury is football and I think the risk of death is higher and that makes it less probable. That's kind but of what But baseball I'm it, it is it is harder.
0: I agree with that, but I'm like what is well what is add, l- this less... whole
1: debate has ruined my award.
0: <laughs> the award was that
1: this argument stinks and I don't want to have it anymore and we've just had the argument.
0: <laughs> well, now we don't have to again. All right.
1: Either way, moving on. We're not agreeing on this.
0: What trivia? Yes. Okay. So for today's trivia, um, the data collected from this came from the NBA store. Okay. Highest selling jerseys from last year. You can go one through five. You can go one through ten. You can go one through fifteen. I have it all. I'll do one through ten, not in order. Word. LeBron. One.
1: Jokic 12 Luca 5
0: AD no, no AD. KD 6 Booker 7 You have 1 5
1: 6 7 um, I just had one in my head that I forgot Ja
0: 8 1 5 6 Steph. 7 eight. 2 so you're missing three, four, nine, and ten.
1: Is Brunson up there? No. Hmm. Okay. I thought there was a a chance.
0: Kyrie. Ten. So you're just missing four and nine. Four is, Dame. Sorry, you're missing three, four, and nine. Dame is nine. So you're missing three and four. Not guys that you will probably punch yourself in the face if you don't get.
1: Giannis? Four. Embiid? Thirteen. Punch myself in the
0: face if I don't
1: get. Tatum? Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's that's all ten. Okay. That's pretty good. Do you want to go to fifteen? You've already guessed twelve and thirteen.
1: Uh sure. At Jogic and Embiid were twelve and thirteen? Yep. SGA?
0: No, he's not up there. I assume like not De'Aaron Fox not fox jimmy it's not jimmy wow i can give you a hint that will kind of give away who one oh, of the guys is i'll take it not fox but same draft class as this guy's brother lamello yeah is 11 okay i didn't see that one coming 15 tough to guess 14 all nba guy brown 14's Jalen Brown
1: And 15's all NBA guy? No Oh 15's tough to guess
0: NBA champion With a different team That he's on now
1: I don't know tell me Jordan Poole
0: <laughs> That's crazy right? Yeah no way No <laughs>
1: chance I was guessing that all This right. is
0: on, the, on NBA.com Otherwise I wouldn't believe it's validity
1: Yeah no that would be No chance I was ever guessing that Good for you Jordan Poole
0: Good show. What do we got? Wemby makes his debut uh, Friday. Yeah. Summer League. It's sold out.
1: Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Uh, I'm excited to watch it. Honestly, I think it'll be a lot of fun. If not anything else, I think it'll be fun to watch him play.
0: It'll be an event. Yeah.
1: Good episode. Thanks for watching, everybody. See Sweet. you. See you next week.
0: Make sure to like and subscribe to Five to Eight Collectibles and the Breaks Down Podcast. You can find both on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. Not Facebook for both.
1: We're not on Facebook. 528's on Facebook. Follow us on all platforms and 528 on all platforms. Thank
0: you. Go Yankees.